0: Hi, everyone. It's Robert Poole again. Welcome back to the Growing Your B2B Small Business Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about what your focus should be and how to evaluate the growth in your business, particularly when it comes to revenue, profitability, and cash. Let's get started. You have a B2B small business. Are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B small business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. You're one of the heroes in our society, and you should be proud of it. Welcome to the tribe and welcome home. Hey, everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic day today. In the last episode, we talked about the importance of your selling process and how you shouldn't really be selling either features or benefits. Check out that episode for a little more info on that. Today, I want to talk about how our companies are valued and what metrics we should be looking at and really where our focus should be. You know, uh, obviously, uh, I think everyone would agree that revenue and sales are critical because without it, you don't even really have a business. You know, it amazes me that, uh, you know, get all these startups that have no sales, and you know, yet they get uh, funding. It's really, a, you know, like gambling for venture capital people who do this. Uh, you know, I mean, they get uh, one out of ten. It makes it worthwhile for them, but still, it, it is largely based upon, you know, sort of a, you know, one number out of, um, you know, it's like kind of like prospecting. You know, one number out of a hundred or whatever. But anyway, um, and there's obviously some science to it, but you know, it's largely a blind type of uh, choice. But, you know, the the biggest thing, the reason why it is, is because it's blind to market demand. You know, you can do all the surveys and asking people, you know, you want uh, as far as, you know, would they buy a product or would they have an interest in that, uh, you know, uh, would they engage a surfa- uh, service, you know, that sort of thing. And all that is really useless because the market votes on your idea by using their wallet. If they value it, they'll pay for it. If not, they won't. And as simple as that. Uh, you know, and if you have a revenue problem, it's one of those two things. It's either the market doesn't know about your product uh, or it doesn't think it's a value. So anyway, let's talk a, a minute about revenue. You know, basically, uh, you know, in, in terms, you know, just so we can be on the same page here. You know, revenue is basically cash that your customers pay you. Very simple. You know, borrowing and investment capital, of course, is not part of the equation. Profit is a little bit trickier one. Uh, you know, it's obviously most people would say, well, it's revenue minus expensive or excuse me, expenses. But, you know, however, it's really a theoretical number. It's not reality. It should only be used as an indicator of what cash flow should look like and how to evaluate your margins, uh, pair your expenses back, and that sort of thing. What really matters is cash in the bank. And that cash in the bank needs to be netted out against outstanding debt and liabilities to get a true picture of where you are. I mean, if you have a million dollars in the bank, but you owe five million in loans, uh, you're not doing so hot. But if you're debt free and you know you have that million in there, that's much more interesting. So why does this matter? I mean, there are a few reasons. You know, you hear a lot of people saying, "Well, you know, my company makes you know X amount of money," or you know, uh, and usually what the, when they say that, they're talking about revenue, um, and it's more of an ego boost than anything. You know, I have a multi-million dollar company. Well, they're not necessarily saying that they have a multi-million profit and cash flow company, they're saying they have a multi-million revenue company. Which, you know, again, you know, if there's no profit in it and no cash in the bank, it doesn't even matter. But, you know, it's not just individuals. So I'm not hampering on people. But, you know, it's, um, you know, companies are often, you know, sort of uh, casually valued based upon the revenue. You know, for instance, people say, you know, well, Apple made $250 billion last year. Well, yes, they have brought in $250 billion in revenue, but they didn't actually make it. They brought it in uh, that amount of revenue. But profit and cash is a whole different story. Now, of course, you need to focus on revenue growth uh, as it's the critical driver in your company. But, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs uh, focus mostly on the revenue uh, side and the paper profit. You know, that's really just a tool to evaluate your company, but it's only a tool. It, it really isn't what's ultimately the most important thing, and that's net cash in the bank. You know, for instance, would you rather have a business that brought in $2 million in revenue last year with no debt and ended up with 250000 in the bank at the end of the year, you know, actual cash profit? Would you rather have a business with a revenue of a million dollars last year that ended up with 400,000 in the bank at the end of the year? You know, obviously, you're going to pick number two. And, you know, this may seem obvious and simplistic, but it's something that a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, including myself, have gotten caught up in thinking about this the wrong way you know, as a group entrepreneurs and, you know, including myself, generally like to look at the positive things like revenue growth and, you know, all that and not really pay attention as much to the cost side of the business, uh, more on the sales side. And, you know, with the actual cash that's left over because the numbers aren't that interesting. You know, I mean, have you ever gotten to the end of your business here and looked at your P&L statements, you know, been happy with your revenue, your expenses and, you know, your bottom line profit, how proud you were yourself, you know, And then you look at your balance sheet, your cash in the bank, and it's substantially less. And you think, wow, what happened? Early on in our business, you know, this would happen frequently. You know, I did the books for our company. So, you know, at the end of the year, I'd do all the financials and kind of give my business partner a report on how we did. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times he would come back and say, what do you mean we only have X in the bank? You know, our revenue for this last year was Y. And you say the profit is Z. How can we be so broke? And, you know, the answer is we were focused on the wrong things and we were tracking the wrong things. We were, you know, number one focused on the bringing in new sales at almost any cost. And, you know, again, you know, sales is the driver of your company. That's critical. Obviously, you know, you're, um, we did okay at keeping expenses under control, but we did a really poor job of accounting for things like debt service. You know, in the early years, uh, we took on debt with the theory that we would grow faster. But unfortunately, our case, what it did was sort of allow us to be sloppy and, Throw money at strategies that you know we had to take money if we had had to take money out of our normal cash flow probably wouldn't have done it we wouldn't have risked it you know and you know am I saying that all debt is bad of course not but it's there's a price you pay for it and you should use it in very carefully and evaluate it very carefully you know the other mistake um, that we made was in reviewing our metrics and our financial reporting as I said I did the accounting you know primarily because I liked it and I didn't trust an outsider another bad strategy I might add. Since we were so focused on sales and revenue and had some padding in our bank account due to debt, I, I didn't really pay that much attention to actual net cash flow. You know, occasionally I'd pull up the P and L in QuickBooks and be happy that we showed a profit of X, or you know, got the depressed that we only showed a profit of X. Either way, um, but you know, I didn't really pay attention to what was the actual net cash flow. Again, profit is just a theoretical number on paper. It's not what you can actually take home to your family and spend. Net cash is. So, you know, how do you avoid this? For one, make sure you're staying on top of your financial statements and make sure you understand how to decipher them. You should understand uh, how to read a p and a balance sheet, and a statement of cash flows. You don't need to be an expert, but you do need to understand enough accounting language that you know what, uh, what they mean. Uh, and so you need to be able to read these reports and then be able to act on what you can learn from them. You know, if you have an accountant, you know, make sure they're providing you with not only the balance sheet and PL, which is, you know, a lot of times they don't, they just provide those two, but they forget about the statement of cash flows because they know most, most business owners don't know how to read it. Uh, so they don't include it. You know, and this part's really important. You've got to get comparisons to previous quarters or years, or at least time periods uh, in the past without seeing those trends. You really can't make an intelligent decision on how to act and what changes to make. So, you know, a couple takeaways from this uh, episode. You know, first understand the difference between revenue, profit and cash flow and then net cash in the bank. You know, understand that profit is a theoretical concept and it's just there to help you evaluate weak areas and how you're generating cash and how you're spending your money. You know, set up a schedule, you know, preferably monthly, you know, when you review your financial statements, either yourself or with your accountant, you know, and review all three reports, the P and L, the balance sheet and the statement of cash flows. And then evaluate what changes you need to make. For instance, you know, is revenue up? And great. If it is, why is that? And look at the nitty gritty. Do we need to, you know, enhance that? Do we need to do more of what we're doing? Is it down? Do we, why is it down? Did we change something that it's affecting things? Expenses are are different from a previous period. Did we have a one-time expense that was, you know, throwing things off? Or is there some kind of trend and do we need to make a correction? You know, how's your cash in the bank compared to a theoretical profit? Where's the disconnect if so, you know? So focus drives your life, uh, as we all know, and where your focus goes, your energy and your efforts go. If you're focused on the wrong things, like focusing exclusively on revenue without watching cash, you're really asking for trouble. You know, I understand, you know, finances may not be the most exciting topic that all of us want to do and not nearly as interesting as sales, for instance, but it's a necessary requirement to grow our business. So if you ignore it, you won't grow and you work way harder than you have to for the same amount of money that ends up in your pocket at the end of the day. I hope you got something out of this today and I'll talk to you soon. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable and it's really an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. Now, I've also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned In 20 years uh, in a B2B business, you can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.